Hello, hello, and welcome to the CTV show. Today is February 8th, 2024. Weekly Recycling has returned to Baltimore. Wow! We are celebrating the bare minimum. Welcome to the show. My name is Ev the Mayor. There's Brian Levy. This, this must be the dream show for you. You get to talk to me and only me about Marilyn Mosby going to jail. <laughs> I can't wait. Yes, as uh, Brian Levy has intimated, there is no Casey the Case of this week because two minutes ago he told us he's sick. Brian is also sick. I took, I took my first sick day at work and it was great. Yeah, uh, I have not felt great this week. Uh, some sinusy stuff, some butt stuff going on. Some butt things. stuff. Butt stuff. Get that finger out of there. <laughs> Title of the episode. Uh, yeah, we'll get to Mosby in a moment. But yeah, hey, Brian, are you excited that uh, <laughs> weekly recycling is coming back? Um, As I have gone on record publicly many times, mm-hmm. recycling is a myth. Mm-hmm. Not, Not even only the is recycling a myth, I refuse to take responsibility for the planet uh, as long as Procter & Gamble exists. I just don't see how it's my problem. Okay. But it's fun sorting all of your trash. There, <laughs> There is an island of trash <laughs> the size of Texas. In the middle of the Pacific. Geyer. And... I just don't see how I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. I just don't. So, but, I, but I there are so cycle. many of you out there that then you become the problem. Well, stop making plastic. Yeah, maybe we should do that. I think we should do that. You know what people love? Sea glass. No one's complaining about Ooh. bottles. You know, notes in bottles. No one's complaining about that in the ocean. You know what's going to save the USPS? Notes and bottles? Water-based letters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that kind of the post office anyway? Hey, use us. Just hope it gets there. <laughs> we won't throw it in the ocean, probably. <laughs> no, we won't throw it in the ocean. We will throw it in a creek in the woods, though. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Johnny, if he listens to this, you know. Not him, though. He knows where he works. <laughs> yeah, at the post office. Hey, don't go postal, man. No, <laughs> jokes. Jokes on jokes. Uh, speaking of crime, uh, now I want to get to it because uh, I I teased it. Brian teased it. I talked about it last week. Uh, Look at me, Mosby. knowing what's up. Yeah, Marilyn Mosby. Uh, the the verdict is in. Well, one verdict is in, and the the others out. I don't. I don't know like what the difference between the two ver- or charges were of mortgage fraud, but one of them is mortgage fraud, and the other was determined to not be mortgage fraud. Either way, uh, as the news headline likes to say, could do up to thirty years in prison, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. She'll do eighteen months. She'll do less time than Kathy Pugh did, and I don't even know how long that was. I think she just had to live in a mansion in Guilford. Right. Or Key Largo or whatever, wherever she bought a Floridian home. Ooh, uh, hey, remember when Kathy Pugh asked for a pardon from Donald Trump? I think maybe. No. <laughs> no, 
Meanwhile, her husband, Nick, who is the city council, pre- oh, sorry, ex-husband, Nick, who is the city council president is like, hey, everybody, I know I told all those lies and then I talked about it uh, at, uh, you know, on the stand and I told everyone how I lied about a lot of stuff. Just to, you know what? Don't listen. Don't listen to that. Like, I'm a good person and I'm running for city council president again. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Hey, you can trust you can trust me when I'm doing my job, but outside of that and within the confines of a marriage and the fiduciary responsibilities of that stuff, not so much. Um, it's his interesting. Jo- his job, my job's beach. There really should be stuff where like people who get charged with certain crimes can't do certain jobs. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Maybe that maybe that would be relevant to our lives at the moment. I can't see how though, Brian. I uh, you know, I keep telling my kids it's an election year, maybe the last one. <laughs> yeah, just like where where's that uh what is it uh El Salvador. Well, there's this thing going around and I don't want to get political where Trump is like I'll be a dictator but only for a day and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, right. that's not normally a demotion people take. That's a fun movie though, Dick Dictator for a Day, starring Macaulay Culkin. Shit! Our heads went to the same place. As soon as you said that, I was like, it's definitely very similar to Blank Check or Richie Rich. Right. (laughs) Dictator for a Day, he gets up on the podium and he's like, cheeseburgers for everybody in Free Pizza Hut. Jacob Tremblay is a normal 13-year-old boy (laughs) until... In a King Ralphian scenario... He becomes he becomes ruler of the of the country of Skidovia. <laughs> kick kick Menistan. Uh, Skidmarkia. Skidmarkia. <laughs> this now, is great. We got to start transcribing this. Now, Billy's got to learn that the one thing that can't get in the way of love is leadership. <laughs> Rob Schneider in. All right. <laughs> Rob Schneider is his like weaselly uh no. From Rob the Raiders Schne- of Good Boys, <laughs> Jacob Tremblay is <laughs> dictator for a day. Rob Schneider is his weaselly, like uh, you know, right hand man. But, Rob, Rob but- Schneider is very much so the butler who is also trying to to undermine. Uh, yes. He's got he's he's doing work for the rival country of Peacestania. But then he's got Peastania. But then he like meets the princess of Peastania, and he learns that like the you know the will of the people is like better than you know the will of a nine year old. Well, no, no, no. So Rob Schneider is in crooked dealings with Tim Curry, but not Tim Curry now. We've somehow <laughs> right. Gotten, no, no, no. We've somehow gotten prime Tim Curry. There's not but enough Tim Curry's, but Tim Curry's fat sister, maybe the maid from Robin Hood's <laughs> Princess. Uh, men in tights. There's not enough AI or CGI to make latter day Tim Curry look good. I don't know what they're giving him, but they should just stop. They should stop putting him in public. It's like it's like when my grandfather um was like, you know, he died the day before my first wedding. When right. he was like really bad, my father was like, Stop waking him up for meals. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then and the nursing home just wouldn't. He they're, looks like he's like, melting. They, he looks like someone threw acid on him. Yes. 
he looks a lot like, and this is a very deep cut, but he looks like um, the guy from Brisbyland from the first season of the Venture Brothers. Like, nope. I know it's a very deep cut. Maybe somebody listening will get it. I would have gone with the Incredible Melting Man, a very bad B D movie from the seventies. He kind of looks like. Remember how um, there was Mr. Pizza Head from Yes. Uh, he kind of looks like that. <laughs> or the easiest reference being he looks like that guy from RoboCop. Or, <laughs> or but. Also, kind of the dad from Strangers with Candy, what? just with just with that grimace. Oh, okay. And also, he looks like the part of Roger Ebert's jaw that was oh, cut no. off. <laughs> well, you do know that that uh, that part of his jaw is in plexiglass, <laughs> so that they can clone him. Is it? No. It stinks. <laughs> It stinks. It stinks. Buy my book. Oh, no. It's Buy Ebertron 5000. Oh, man. I, I don't know why we went so hard on Tim Curry. He was pretty I, good in Hunt for Red October. He doesn't deserve it. He, he very clear, He's a very clearly a very ill man in in his later years. Yeah, Godspeed, Mr. Curry. Godspeed. Well, yeah, Godspeed in that wheelchair down a ramp. Oh, my God. Into the ocean. Or it's like the baby scene on Untouchables. Tim Curry's just like sure. rolling down steps, <laughs> right, and they right. just shoot down. <laughs> Somebody should use some uh, some Adobe After Effects to Photoshop I was him. In <laughs> hey, remember Rocky Horror Picture Show? Do you think Tim Curry is upset that Alan Rickman's career happened? Like he's like, oh, it should have been mine. It should have been mine. Right. Well, they're both. Well, one of them's dead, so he wins. I could have been in Die Hard. <laughs> that would have been weird. Tim Especially... Curry in Die Hard? Not as weird as you think. Yeah, I guess he probably would have sounded the same, and kind of he would have been a bit more effeminate, I imagine, which is weird because, you know, Tim Curry is a known pussy hound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If no, that's I was gonna true. say like they're both kind of a, a, a bit foppish in their acting style. Yeah, Snape was a total queer. Snape. Snape! That was a Metal Gear reference. Anyway. Oh, that's enough talk about Marilyn Mosby. (laughs) We did it. We did it. That's insightful. That's insightful political talk right there. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't really have much Baltimore-wise to talk about other than the fact that we've got a very big weekend planned. Uh, We're going to to (laughs) Foggy Day Chow. We are women in our 40s, and we live in Columbia, Maryland, and we're going have to Fogo to Chow. Before, have you ever been before? Yes. Twice. Okay. Same once. one. Twice. Yeah. I've been to this one once before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I can't wait to eat lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of meat. I'm going to get fucking baked. <laughs> and go, maybe I, maybe I'll, I'll eat tomorrow for lunch. No, okay. I should have Friday night dinner. But then that's it. I won't eat on Saturday. Just have a, a slim fast for dinner tomorrow or tomorrow. Maybe I'll have like a PB and J or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say this for my shout out, but I feel like it's worth speaking on. Okay. Do you eat oodles of noodles? Uh, I've, I've had them in the past, but I don't have them in my house. 
So you don't have just dollar ramen in your house? Oh, yeah. No, we've got the brick ramen, but we don't have any oodles, own oodles. Okay, I'm talking about, you know, your top ramen, your Nissen. Or do you go, like, sure. but you go to, like, H. Martin's, dumb shit like that. So do you have, like, you don't have, like, weird letters on your ramen, do you? We have both kinds. Okay, so I don't buy ramen with weird letters because I'm intimidated by the difficult. So <laughs> what... So I buy my so I got my top ramen. And what I've been doing twice now is I've been putting sesame oil in it. Oh my god. And everything bagel seasoning. Oh my lord. And um crushed red pepper. Okay. And uh Chinese food hot sauce. Okay. Why don't you plop an egg in there too? Or is that too now, much? Is that gilding the lily? Chop up a green onion, throw it on there too. I, I, maybe. What flavor do you like? Uh, my favorite is the chili flavor, which you. I've I, just been I, using chicken, but should I? Just, yeah, chicken's good. I like the roasted chicken flavor. You have a little smoky, smoky taste. Some yeah, good a little, mouthfeel. A little extra umami. And you know what I did? Do you know what I did tonight? Normally, I, I've said this before. I try to crush up the noodles as like small as possible. Mm-hmm. No, I went all noodles tonight. Yeah, I, I, love, I love to slurp a good long noodle. <laughs> um, how do you feel about spaghettios? I don't like them that much. Oh, you're wrong. Do you, are off. you a chef boyardee? Like, Jess feels like she has failed. If I end up eating a can of <laughs> Chef Boyardee ravioli. Oh, okay. Do you? How do you feel about these foods? Yeah, I think there are a couple of Chef Boyardee products that don't belong in a can, or rather you should eat the better version, like lasagna, for instance. But beefaroni? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> do, do you, okay. Beefaroni in a bread bowl. <laughs> Is that what you're serving at the wedding? Hell yeah. You know what? Everything's in a bread bowl. It's basically like it's basically noodles and company. <laughs> yeah, kinda. <laughs> uh, um, do you have a visceral distaste for elbow macaroni and red sauce? No, I mean as long I, as it's got like the little ground beef thrown in there, but by itself, eh. No, 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 no. Yeah, but it's just weird. Elbow macaroni belongs in orange. <laughs> yeah, only with orange flavor added. What kind of what kind of mac and cheese do you buy? Oh, we have like Aunt Annie's and and Kraft mac and cheese. Oh, what are you, a millennial parent? I have a millennial fiance. No, no, I mean, but like, did you buy for your children? I, I don't buy a- that shit. I am a craft deluxe mm-hmm. with the silver packet of gooey mm-hmm. cheese. Oh yeah, we have that as well. Do you do you suck on the packet after you? I don't even. Uh, I don't even make it. I'm not oh. the one who eats it. <laughs> Jess doesn't eat it. It's just me and Hannah. Hannah, you want to come over for dinner sometime? She can't hear you. I know. <laughs> I know. Have <laughs> you had the double Big Mac yet? Oh, you've that, never had it. Brian, that is. That is literally on my list of topics. It says, Brian, did you try the double Big Mac? I've had it a couple times. You have? Oh, God. I have. No. Here's what I am tell. Here's what I would say. 
They didn't do enough. Okay. They should have the double Big Mac before normal size patties, as opposed to two. It's too tall and not wide enough. Wait, they so they use two quarter pounder patties or wait four no, regular use, patties. So the so the Big Mac patty is not the same size as a hamburger patty. So it's like a little bigger. It's a little smaller. A little smaller. Yes. What? Then a standard McDonald's hamburger patty. Yes. Hold on to the Google. Is the standard McDonald's <laughs> hamburger? Good. No. <laughs> Hamburger Good. patty. Let's say pistol patty lie bigger than <laughs> the Big Mac patty. Ah. The dimension of a regular and supersized McDonald's hamburger <laughs> may vary slightly. What year was this written? <laughs> so a regular McDonald's patty is three and a half inches. Okay. Uh how big is a Big Mac patty? <laughs> Two 1.6 ounce beef patties. How big is a? I think they're the same size. McDonald's hamburger patty. It's like two ounces before cooking. It's 10 to a pound, so that's 1.6. Got it. Hmm. So either way, the double Big Mac has four, let's just say, small patties. So it sounds like it has 6.4 ounces of meat. It's a little Ooh. under a half a pound. You. Yeah. And then, like, double the sauce, double the cheese. Hey, don't hate double sauce, double... Don't need double the cheese. Don't hate double the sauce on any of it. So, But basically, like, there's no... There's not extra bread. It's the same amount of bread, just double the everything else. Yeah. Ugh. Well, now I'm hungry. <laughs> Gross. You know, well, if you just want the McDonald's for your bachelor party... <laughs> you'd be happy with that. <laughs> no complaints here. Well, speaking of which, that's why we're going to Fogo. It's for my bachelor party. And then we're going to Power Plant Live. And then probably somewhere on the block. Man, I am the most white trash dude having a bachelor night. Yeehaw! So I drive down the block. Is Hustler Club there anymore? Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I've, I feel like I turned to my left to expect to see the sign, and it wasn't there. Well, if it's not there or it seems too scary, we can go in the opposite direction and go to the penthouse club. All right, Hustler Club is there. Um, the block's a little scary at certain times of night. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It's intim- <laughs> it's intimidating. It's very um, scary. It's a world where those people live. We will have several people that are over six feet tall with us. So, you know. Not you or I popping no. out at five five over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of my friends is seven feet tall. He will be there. Whoa. Is it George Murathon? Yep, sure is. Bet you didn't know I was friends with him. Is it the Kembe Matumbo? Yep, he'll be there too. Is and Manute Bowl. Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> um No, I'm stoked. We should have fun. Uh can I if you made the seating chart yet, can I sit next to Johnny? I'm sure, whatever. Well, he's the only one I know, so... So I uh, I actually went online, and I was like, I wonder if I can get a private room. And uh, I called them, and I asked, and I said, uh, yeah, can I can I get a quote or something like that? And they're like, oh, well, we'll you'll have to speak to our, our special events manager. And I said, okay. And they called me sometime later, 
and they said, "Hey, we're gonna send you a you know a, a package, a PDF with all the options and stuff. Uh, give me your email." And I was like, "Well, what's the minimum on a private room?" And they said, "Forty-two hundred dollars." And I was like, "Thanks, but no thanks." <laughs> yes, we're looking to spend about a thousand <laughs> tops, <laughs> including like I'm definitely gonna get ten seafood towers. That's my treat to you all. Just kidding. No, no treats. Oh. Should we should we look at the menu? Oh, for all the like bonus add-ons. Yeah, because I'm telling you, I'm not I'm not contributing, nor am I asking for any of them. Because <laughs> you get to I go w- to the salad bar for free, right? Well, yeah, that's included. I, I wonder that's if that's where they get you. That's where right. they get you because yeah, it is I'm... a world class. It really is. You don't want to fill up on that gigantic block of Parmesan cheese or all those gigantic asparaguses. Uh. I'm wondering if we can get like multiple, multiple carafes of uh, sangria or some bullshit like that. Or they, if they should have... comp something. <laughs> or if they have, you know, flaming drinks or like drinks that have sparklers in them. This is also going to be a day after the, my my best man's birthday, so uh, we're gonna just tell them it's his birthday, and then he's gonna get a flaming lava cake. Okay. They got an all day happy hour. Uh oh. Five dollar beers. Five dollar beers. Uh, I will tell you, their cocktail menu doesn't get above twenty dollars, and seems to top off at sixteen fifty. I'm I'm being told from off camera that it is also Johnny's birthday. Johnny Carlton. <laughs> anyway, so multiple birthdays afoot. It's Johnny the Mailman's birthday. Jo- what? Yes. It's yes. Johnny the Mailman's apparently, birthday. Apparently, yeah. Oh, we're calling ahead. We're getting some cake. <laughs> Excuse me. And I slipped them to $1 bills. This is, uh, uh, Mr. Washington and his friend, Mr. Washington, with like his a... Twi- his twin brother. <laughs> Whoa, it's a multiplicity over here, Doug. <laughs> All right. So the seafood tower itself. Oh, yeah. Is... Probably like $120. $109. Mm-hmm, okay. A What's jumbo shrimp cocktail, six. Six dollars? Six. Twenty twenty seven dollars. Oh fuck that. $27. And the chilled lobster and shrimp, two lobster claws, one split lobster tail, and four jumbo shrimp, that's forty five dollars. <laughs> uh yeah, nah, I'm gonna pass. The the continuous table side itself is sixty six fifty, which I'm I'm going to get I'm going to get my money's worth, <laughs> uh, and that comes with tenderloin, bone beef ancho, fraldinha, lombo, picanha, medallions, stone bacon, chicken wrap, <laughs> bacon wrap, chicken steak. That's what that means. Cordero, which is a lamb picanha, and chops. Torresmo, pork belly, beef ribs. Hop sirloin, spicy pork sausage. There's the warm pal de queijo. That's the cheese bread, crispy polenta, mashed potatoes, caramelized bananas. Oh Jesus. my god! Good lord! Now, now I want them to just bring me out one of each on a big ass boat, right? I don't want to like have to pick. Just give me everything. Now you can also add an indulgent cut. An indulgent cut. Yes. And that is size to share for four or more. 
Oh. Enhance your dining experience by adding one of our premium cuts to your churrasco experience. What's the uh, what's the what's what's the price tag? Well, there's the Wagyu Porterhouse. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Thirty ounces, premium graded, two hundred forty-two dollars. Aged for twenty-one days. Uh huh. Close to the retail price without going over. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh. One hundred and sixty dollars. Okay. <laughs> Then there's the Wagyu New York Strip. Just everything is Wagyu. Wagyu chicken. Yep. Ooh. Uh, and that's 20-ounce premium graded, $140. 20-ounce. And the and the Wagyu <laughs> Ancho ribeye <laughs> is 24-ounce premium graded ribeye, 1,872 calories. Oof. $150. Why, why have I got to tell you the calorie count? That's fucked up. The dry R age tomahawk. Okay. That's actually something I might be interested in. Two full pounds of meat. Oh my God. 36 ounces, in fact. More than two full pounds. Okay. Ribeye dry aged minimum. Uh huh. Yeah. 42 days. Okay. So this steak is 43 days old. <laughs> minimum. Well, well, it's a minimum of 42. So Chances are, by the time I get to you, it's 43. <laughs> oh, that is $105. Affordable. Yeah. You'd be I, a full not to. You're, split that thing week. four ways. Yeah, I think we're good. Everybody gets a half pound of beef. Uh, there are the entrees, which, honestly, why? Right. Well, like, hi, I'm F.O. to Chow. I'll take the pan-seared salmon, please. I'll have uh, a bowl of pasta. Uh, and then there are the non-alcoholics. Uh, you know what? We're going to have a great time. Yeah, fun times. It makes me a little happy. Ah. <laughs> makes me want to go right ahead and uh, celebrate. Give me the train. The interwebs sensation. Sweeping the nation. It's now time for shout-outs. Ugh. You know, we should go for lunch sometimes, so it's only 50 bucks. Yeah, I've heard. Oh, that was turned down too low. Anyway, shoutouts is the very, very fast portion of the show in which we give Mad Props, a.k.a. shoutouts to persons, places, and things that are giving us jollies and improving our quality of life. My shout-out this week uh, is to Tater Tots. <laughs> I forget they exist. They're very fun and delicious. Tater Tots. Ask for them by name. Brian. Fine. I'll see your tater tots oh, oh, oh. and make my shout out to the McDonald's hash brown. Okay. A potato p- product superior to the tot. It's a, it's a tater tot that you could build a house out of. Oh my God. And then just, and then just eat all the foundations <laughs> and, and die in a, in, in a hail of McDonald's hash brown rubble. Hash brown. Just, your entire roof is made of hash brown shingles. Yes, and hopefully no stupid children come to eat my house. That's <laughs> all incredible. We're eating the hash brown house. I will. Fu- I will fucking fatten them up, and I will eat them. <laughs> They're full of potato. Oh, you know how children can't help but. But be called by the siren song of the greasy potatoes. <laughs> greasy potatoes with salt all over them. Mmm. Is there and, some onion in there? And Not the on one, purpose. <laughs> nope. Not and on the, purpose. One, the one dipping sauce that comes with it. Catsup. 
That's my favorite kind of hash brown, though. Like, just the fried potatoes with onions. Sure, yeah, it's great. Love it. I like the little cubes. I like the shredded stuff. I like the puck. I like the top. I don't like the shredded stuff. I you like the it? puck. Oh. All right, that has been shoutouts. You're <laughs> food heavy. Yeah, I didn't expect that to happen. But, uh, you know, Casey's not here. He, we're rudderless. Nobody can read off the rest of these shoutouts. We're all over the place, man. Totally all over the place. Uh, I mean, I guess this, the rest of this is going to be a hypothetical question and then a couple of uh, topics that I picked pop culture-wise. Okay, the... hold on. I need a refill of Starry. Vamp. Uh, okay. Well, I'm not going to vamp. I'm just going to consider this a pause point. <laughs> Brian has gotten Lemon Lime Starry. It's superior to Sierra Mist. I might be a Starry over Sprite person at this point. Oh, speaking of um, food, uh, I was at uh, the gym today, and um, I don't know why this is a thing that the people at the that my gym do, but there are a couple of like seats and chairs, and I I, I consider it to be the cool down area. You know, you get on the on the treadmill and you're running your butt off. For a couple some guys of, just jacking it. No, no, uh, almost worse in some ways. There was a guy, had, he was sitting there with an entire bag of fried chicken a two liter bottle of Rofo pop and like a third thing that I, Oh, a bag of Doritos and in the pe- gym, in the gym. And people, well, he, had to, he is, has to load up, bro. This is not the first time I've seen people like having dinner at the gym, like just sitting there eating fried chicken. And I'm like, guys, can you just go out into the courtyard through those doors? There's a, a cozy and a bunch of tables that you can just sit there eating your $9 ch- chicken bag. Well, you know, my mother worked at a at a tennis club at a health club, uh, you know, all, all her life, and she uh, and there was a place where with tables and stuff. And I remember as a kid, like bringing in like subs and shit to eat at the health club, right? And pizza, like ordering pizza, but a lot but of this, pizza at this tennis club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but this is like this table full of fried chicken and blue soda and Doritos is. I don't know, 10 feet away from the weight lifting machines. I have a question. I yeah. don't remember joining your gym or doing this. When was I there? <laughs> I think you were so high. You just like got shit from Royal Farms across the street and wandered in. I don't, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. So wait, where is this gym? Planet Fitness. Where? At the former Bank of America building. Corner of... Uh, Lombard and Charles? Yes. Oh, so it's the Royal it's the scary Royal Farms? Oh yeah, the one the one in the middle of downtown. Yeah, that's the Royal Farms you're talking about. It's the scary one. Yeah. Yeah. Scary Royal. No, I would never go there because there are Remember when there was a comedy club on top of it? No. Yeah, the the comedy club was in that building. The downstairs was like a really fun old school bar. Uh, and then on top was the Baltimore Comedy Factory or whatever the fuck it was called. And then uh, they... you know what? I have no memory of that. Yeah, and then they moved to Power Plant Live, and now that's Ram's Head Live, and now they've moved out to the county somewhere, and I think they're out of business. Baltimore Comedy No Comedy Factory? Comedy Club, Comedy Factory, I don't remember. Comedy Factory still exists. Okay. I it's still at Power Plant. Really? Or so at on O'Donnell Street. Uh, yeah, O'Donnell's way the hell out and like almost 
like like past Canton, right? Do, do we want to talk about the what? Well, Ali what? Sadiq is 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 uh, was last week. That's pretty good. Uh, Linnell is next week. Ronnie Perry this week. Gary Owen, pretty good. But I saw a name. I saw a name for the Comedy Factory. Yeah. And I just. Is it Matt Reif? It was. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say about the Comedy Factory. Matt Reif isn't the type of act they're booking. Oh, really? Yes. I couldn't imagine. Sherry Shepard. <laughs> we'll see. We'll 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 see her in in April. What about Monique? Well, I guess Monique. Monique's, she's probably too big time at this point. Boy, they are, have no kind of bookings anywhere out. Comedy Factory doesn't seem. I guess Magooby's taking up the air. I look. I've seen. I've seen a couple of great black acts at Magooby's. Okay. Jay Farrow, Tracy Morgan. It's pronounced Blacks. 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 Oh, hello, you're Blacks. <laughs> that's my South. That's my. That's my South African and New Zealand all at the same time. <laughs> uh, all right, Brian. I uh, I, I saw this thing on the internet. Um, did you did you see the clip of uh, you know, good old Larry giving a good old throttle into one good old Elmo? How furious! is the fucking Sesame Workshop slash Jim Henson Company at Larry David right now. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're incredibly pissed off, but you know who's even more pissed off? The guy whose hand is an Elmo? No, Will Wheaton. <laughs> oh, what that weirdo want? Well, let me read you what he said on Twitter. Oh, I wish you wouldn't. I'm gonna. So I heard that Larry David assaulted Elmo on live television, but didn't watch it until now because I knew it would upset me. Holy shit, it's even worse than I thought. What the fuck is wrong with that guy? Elmo is like the best friend of multiple generations of children. In the Sesame Street universe, Elmo is a child who is currently putting mental health and caring for others in the spotlight. And Larry fucking David did that and thought it was going to be funny? What? What an asshole. What a stupid, self-centered, tone-deaf asshole. Full disclosure, and here's the part I love. All the time when I was growing up, my dad would grab me by the shoulders and shake me while he screamed in my face. He choked me more than once. He was always out of control, always in a furious rage, and always terrifying. I'm a 51-year-old man, and my heart is pounding right now, recalling how I felt when I was a little boy who loved Grover the way today's kids love Elmo. Are lots of children watching the third hour of the Today Show? I don't. I, I couldn't tell you, Brian, but a lot oh. of them are at home. So I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking and about how Will Wheaton needs to shut up. No, no. Will Wheaton is so far up his own fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to turn this thing about Elmo into a thing about me. Yeah. Like, who is? Come on, guy. No, no, no. That's my game. Anyway. <laughs> hey, Will Wheaton, you're in my space now. Get no, out of my uh, get out of my lane. I don't think I, I I don't know what Larry was thinking. It's yeah, I don't it was it's such an insanely bad move on his part. And and like <laughs> But it's so fucking funny. Did he forget about the real person's hand? Like <laughs> are the Muppets so successful <laughs> that Larry David went to throttle 
a three-year-old Muppet puppet monster. And how old is Elmo canonically? I believe Elmo is three. Three? (laughs) Like, how old is Elmo? Elmo is a three and a half year old red monster. (laughs) It kind of makes it even funnier. But we all know that Muppet years are like a hundred years of people time. So he's well, Muppets don't age. Muppets don't age. How old is Grover? Oh yeah, Grover's like thirty, right? I don't know. I mean, Bert and Ernie have got to be in their thirties. How old is? Why are you telling me about how old? Why are you telling me about Percy Jackson? This is crazy. This is crazy. I should I should be able to Google how old is Grover and not ever have anything happen with Percy Jackson. How old is Grover Sesame Street? Well, Grover's four. Four? Oh, no. Grover's like... I'm not buying that. Grover's like 25. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't talk like a four-year-old. I'm sorry. How old is... But B- Big Bird's supposed Cookie to Monster. be like... Bit, but Big Bird, yeah, Big Bird's supposed to be like what, like eight, possibly. The six. lovable Cookie Lover took up residence. No, Big Bird's six, I think. Right. His age remains a mystery, and this is the Cookie Monster. <laughs> is he a child frozen in time or an immortal <laughs> monster man whose appeal is timeless? I don't think I like any of these uh, Muppet ages. How old is Bert? I try to think like a six or seven year old because that's how old Bert is. Whoa. He's got. He lives in an apartment. Yeah, with a roommate. Well, well, clearly a husband. How old is Ernie? What are the ages of Bert and Ernie? <laughs> this is the podcast where Brian Google's things. <laughs> you know what? But I think it's it's like I think it's the things that everybody's really wanted to know for a long time. Oh, you know, it's the thoughts that you knew you didn't need to have. Well, so that's what happened the other night. Okay, so this this goes. I was. Sitting here with Jess, and I forget what we were watching, but it, it caused me to turn to her and say, "You know, if aliens ever show up and said we need you to come on this adventure, but you have to leave everyone behind," my answer is yes. Uh-huh. And then, and then I'd come and say goodbye, <laughs> and she looked at me as if I'd slapped her. <laughs> yeah, you guys just got married. <laughs> And I'm already planning my alien escape. <laughs> I have to go now. My planet needs me. Yeah, there are a lot of the, those movies where a person simply leaves everything they know and and love or whatever, and the people that are on the the you know other side of it are just like, yeah, you you do that, go for it. No worries over here. I know you have to do what's right. Do you take the ticket to Jurassic Park? What do you mean? I mean, you know that, like, you go to Jurassic Park. Something's going to happen. Well, that, that's that's not the same as leaving the planet on a, a spaceship. True. Trip. Okay. Oh, I, maybe we were watching Godzilla. And I, was, and I was like, you know, they got that whole Hollow Earth shit that happened. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how into the MonsterVerse Godzilla you are. I'm pretty deep at this point. I've seen but all like, of the like new ones, but uh, I've not seen minus one, uh, either the black and white or the regular version. No, that doesn't count. That's some Japanese shit. <laughs> um, no, I, I really want to see it. I hear it's amazing. Uh, but I was like, 
if they were like, hey, let's go on a Godzilla adventure, mm -hmm. I would say yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, none of the people who are adventuring ever die. It's the citizens of the city that Godzilla is fighting in or gets. That's right. <laughs> If if you're a if you're a named character, you're probably not going to die. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, unless I'm a comic relief. Oh, geez. Yeah, you're going to get smashed by something fall like rubble falling from. You the know, air. Owen Wilson was in what Anaconda. Mean, Anaconda. <laughs> he sure was. I think it was his first movie. And the Haunting of Hill House. Yep, he died in that too. He died in that one too. Man, he he got killed by a giant metal lion pendulum. Some really cool deaths in that very not scary movie. Very not scary. Very not scary. Uh, yeah, a little too much '90s CGI in that movie. Um, but to expand upon your question, there's actually a, a an author that I follow on TikTok who who kind of wrote a book that a, that asks this question, a similar question but not as grandiose as like going on a Godzilla adventure or leaving the planet. Uh, so here, here, are, here's the premise. And this is actually the description of the novel uh, outside Los Angeles. A driver pulls up to find a young woman sitting on a large black box. She offers him $200,000 cash to is transport. Old boy? No, to transport, <laughs> transport her and the box across the country to Washington, DC. But there are rules. Five rules. Here we go. Number one, you cannot look inside the box. Number two, you cannot ask any questions. No questions. Three, cannot tell anyone. Four, must leave immediately. And five, must leave all trackable devices behind. 200 grand. <laughs> Not enough. Not enough? No. Two, yeah, I mean, that's the problem. Like, if, if I'm thinking about, like, me in this situation, it's like, well... If I just leave work and drive across country and don't tell anyone for, it's going to take me, what, I don't know, a week and a half to get across the country, assuming we're not doing a Dennis the Cynic and driving it in 48 hours with no sleep. Uh, I'd probably get fired, or at least the government would come looking for me. And if I'm driving in a car with a large black box of unknown origin with a person who will not let me ask questions about it, problems, problems. That's right. If I'm transporting a nuclear weapon, I'm going to want to have the liquid funds to disappear afterwards. Yeah, you'd need more, like more than two million, okay. to be able to fuck off after delivery of this black box to Washington D.C. Now, <laughs> did what's the name of the book? Did you Google it? Did you did you find out what the answer is? I had it on my screen like one second ago. Oh, there is no. I don't know the answer because I it that's the plot of the book. I assume this is a uh, an amateur writer, self-published. No, no, he's he's got a lot of books. His name is Stephen Kinge. No, his name is Jason Pargin. He writes the uh, Zoe. Oh, I forget what it's called. Something something Zoe books. They're possible. Zoe Saldana. Nope. <laughs> but he used to he used to write for Cracked, and now he's a he's an author, and he does oh. some podcasts and stuff like that. What? Oh, oh! He he wrote John dies at the end. That's a right. Book I read. Yep. He His did name that. didn't used to be uh, Jason Pargin. It wasn't. Yeah, Jason... that's right. He did have like a nom de pi. David Wong. David Wong. That's God. I forgot about that. I like the title. If this book exists, you're in the wrong universe. 
I was yep. reading a lot of this ironic whatever's. Yeah. It's the fourth book in the John dies at the end. Right. And the, the Zoe universe series or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You sound very excited for this premise. No. I mean, it's just, it's just like, whoa, how crazy is this? And it's self-referential. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't. I think the black box one is just a fun hypothetical, of, you know, that starts out as a hypothetical, but then he takes no. The that's good. Things with it. Isn't there like a short story or something called the box where it's like, here's this box with this button, and if you touch it, you get one million dollars. Oh, but with, somebody dies or whatever. But somebody dies. Yeah. Well, they also tried to make that into a movie, and it was a very bad movie. <laughs> it was. I feel like it was like Uma Thurman's last movie. Nah. Who was it? I can't remember because it was the same guy that did Donnie Darko, and it was a very, it was just a very bad movie. When was the last time Uma Thurman was in a movie? That's a good question. Nineteen ninety-eight. That's crazy. No, I don't believe that. Maybe it was Kill Bill in two thousand three. Yeah, she was in the two Kill Bills. I thought there was going to be a third Kill Bill. Uh, she, oh, she was in the miniseries The Slap in twenty fifteen. Oh, no, yeah. she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't work. She doesn't have to work. You think that's true? We, I just learned something. Uma Thurman and I share a birthday. Wow, that's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Maybe, maybe we should meet or something. Oh, isn't her daughter in Stranger Things? <laughs> her daughter's Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> yep. Her daughter. Her daughter is the 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 creature from the. The upside down. Is her daughter that kid with the speech impediment? Yep. The kid with her, no teeth. Her, her daughter is the kid with no teeth. Maya Hawk? Yep, that's it. Maya Hawk has never been in Stranger Things. She was in one of the Fear Streets. Oh, and she is famous for starring as Robin Buckley in the Netflix science fiction show Stranger Things. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Welcome. As it turns out, she you know, is in Stranger Things. I was wrong. <laughs> I've never seen the show. Mm. Not true. I think I watched three episodes. Yeah, I think the the first season stands alone as a, as a perfectly fine season of television to watch, and then don't you do not need to watch the rest of them. That's how I feel about Friday Night Lights. Okay. Um, also, I think I've gotten back into TV. I'm not going to watch True Detective. Nothing that anybody can say to me doesn't make me think that show's not stupid. Uh, we watched, uh, we caught up on it and we're all the way up to episode four. There's only six episodes in this season. And I'm like, well, good, because this shit is boring. Uh, there's a really cool murder that happens at the beginning and you're like, ooh, this is mysterious. It's all out on the icy plains of Alaska and Alaska's all dark and whatnot and crazy stuff's happening. But then they keep getting into like the human interest stuff and all their trauma and all their like bad lives like my and like, you know, the sheriff's a biatch and like she had a son die and her daughter hates her and like just everyone has problems and it's just. I don't know. It's very boring. And it also involves a lot of driving back and forth in trucks. Lots of scenes in trucks. I'd like to hope television, I think, prestige television is over. (laughs) 
uh well i mean television is over it doesn't exist anymore it's all just streaming well but television shows um i'm very sad because next week it's the beginning of the final season of my favorite sweet sweet little boy who's just not so little anymore (laughs) old young sheldon no, he's uh, puberty. He's puberty, young Sheldon. Yeah, isn't he like, like, eighteen now? Uh who? I am. No, I mean like character-wise. How old is he supposed to be? Oh, fifteen, fourteen. No, oh, okay. Yeah, there's uh, the well, the the actor himself is fifteen. There's and like it's not great. It's <laughs> not. Great. Is there going to be a spinoff of Young Sheldon, though? I heard something to that effect. Yeah, it's going to be like Georgie. I don't know what that means. So, so Young Sheldon has a very interesting narrative corner that it's been written into. <laughs> and that's the fact that the dad has to die after cheating on his mom. <laughs> oh, no. And Wait. nobody really wants that to happen. No, no. It's what's going to happen is young Sheldon's going to make some kind of dimensional portal, and he's going to change the timeline. And and the whole story is that young Sheldon never talked to his father between the cheating and the death. So like, it's a real fucking downer. So I'm really <laughs> curious as to what they're going to do. Uh, what they're going to do. Is they're gonna they're gonna set it up so that once again young Sheldon invents a, an interdimensional portal and then they're going to back to the future part two of it uh, it when he they take episodes of the Big Bang Theory and they, they super they superimpose young Sheldon onto footage of the show where he is surreptitiously altering history. <laughs> That being said, I'm really hoping television is like gonna go back to like a procedural model. I think the yeah. world is ready for that. Uh, yeah, no, I think it still wants that kind of crap because the 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 streaming content, you know, all the artistic prestige stuff. The more the the actors and actresses, de- you know, bemoan the death of like quote good television. Really, all people want is CBS CBS garbage. Well, it's also the last season of Blue Bloods. Oh, no. I don't watch that show. How old is Magnum P.I. now? Old. And now I've been really thinking about getting into the new Magnum (laughs) P.I. I just wish they would bring back good Star Trek. Uh, Yeah, it's been a long time. All these ladies. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you see the uh, Super Bowl commercial with Jean-Luc Picard in it? (laughs) Where, where where he throws Hey Arnold. Yeah, he throws Hey Arnold against a mountain. It's pretty great. Uh, it's very odd. I don't know why Creed is in it, but also like, uh, Patrick Stewart is sounding bad. That he needs to like I'm very old at this point. Number sounds, one, he sounds like he's gargling glass and he's about to collapse. Make it show. Make it show. Oh, spirits, it's me, old Patrick Stewart, doing a Christmas Carol one last time. Here, get in my hand. Hey, Arnold. Eh. Oh, spirits, make it so. Number one. (laughs) Sweet spirit. (laughs) You are the first spirit to come, the number one spirit, if you will. 
I hope I don't see Tim Curry in hell. No, oh, no. <laughs> Incredible callback. Can't believe we made it happen. I, I think that's uh, there's no better time than to get a little angry then. Ah. Uh, time to get a little venti. Time to go right ahead and tell everyone, shut up. Gonna let the band deal with this. Very <laughs> All right, this is the end of the show, and, you know, honestly, uh, not much shorter than our regular uh, recording time. No, it was very nice. Packed full of food content. Everyone loves that. Just honestly, I just want want everybody to know, I'm very hot. (laughs) We couldn't tell. It was not obvious. Anyway, this is the end of the show, and we give the opposite of mad props, a.k.a. shut up to the person, place, and things that are not giving us jollies and not improve your quality. Brian, what's your shut up? Uh-oh, the cat has a bug. My shut up is to... We're a mouse. Um, my feet smell. <laughs> okay. I, I, I took my slippers off during the show. I was like, nope. Putting them back on. Them you know what? That's off. the problem with slippers is sometimes they make your feet smell worse. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to phrase some Tanactin on these bad boys. Tough acting, Tanactin. Yeah, boom. Take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> that was my John Madden. Was uh, boom. boom. Uh, my, shut up, my shut up is to tinted windows on cars. I don't trust you. I don't trust your car and your stupid windows. I don't trust them. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. Do you not trust the cars? Do you not trust the people who tend to have tinted windows in their I don't know, Brian. I don't know, Brian. You tell me. I don't like it. Oh, that racism makes me angry. (laughs) Don't like those tinted windows. Anyway, that has been Shut Up. What, you got something to hide? You got something to hide? What do you want? It's a good lie. That's all for Uh, all right, this has been an episode of the CTB show. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, gosh, I don't think we're going to be able to record on Sunday for unknown reasons. That's fair. You know, there's nothing going on on Sunday or anything. However, it's also the day after this bachelor party, so I'm not going to feel like doing jack shit. Anyway, this has been an episode of the CDB Show. Thank you very much for uh, being here with us. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for being a friend. Thank you much, very much for being a fan. Have a great day and a better tomorrow. Yay!